So if you've ever thought that using drones would be a great way to get more kids excited about STEM learning, today's episode is filled with all sorts of great ideas and information about how to get started. Welcome to the STEM Everyday Podcast. Each episode features educators sharing their practical ideas to put more science, technology, engineering, and math into every classroom every day. For show notes and more information, visit dailystem.com. Here's your host, Chris Woods. Well, educators, I'm so excited that on today's episode of the STEM Everyday Podcast, we get to chat with Scott Buell. He is the founder of Drone Legends. So we're going to be talking about drones today, and we're going to be talking about all those things that make drones exciting. But educators, I know a lot of us are, are worried about how costly and, and how complex they can be, and, and even the curriculum aspects that we got to try to uh, squeeze in there because we're teaching so many different things. So I'm, I'm really excited we get to chat with Scott and hear about this great work he's doing at Drone Legends. Uh, you can find out more about him at Drone Legends. But welcome to the show today, Scott. Chris, thank you. It's a pleasure. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm excited too because because so many educators have, have heard about drones and a lot of them have maybe robotics and stuff in their classroom. But you know, to take it that next step and and dive into something like drones, ed- educators are uh, you know we we live in our schools in our in our bubbles sometimes and, and we don't know about how many ways drones are being used around the world. Yeah, it's um well that's the key, right? So when you think about the drones, let's back up a little bit and talk about the drone, right? So yeah. what is it? What is it? Quadcopters, autonomous vehicles. Um, so we can teach with drones. Uh, you talk about holistic STEM or STEAM, really. Yeah. So think about all the applications for drones and a little bit of background. I picked up a drone eight years ago on a lark, just just flying around my house yeah. one cold winter. I got a yeah. bug. Yeah. I think a lot of people are like that. You know, maybe they buy one for their kids or they end up with one and it's like, yeah. okay, we use it a little bit. And then now do I, do I don't know, it? sits on the shelf or it breaks <laughs> even, even worse. And then I don't know what well, to do now. That's why we teach kids to fly. The first thing we do is teach them that it's a tool, not a toy. And that you actually need to learn how to pilot this thing. And there's a real, there's a way to pilot a quadcopter. They're not easy. It's like anything else. It's like, if you take the time out front, I, I always use the skiing analogy. If you were to just get on the bunny slope with an instructor for even a half an hour, you're going to have a much better experience and probably stick with it than yeah, if you yeah. follow all your friends that know how to ski to the top of the black diamond <laughs> and then and then kind of flail your way down the mountain and never want to see a pair of skis again in your life. Right. You know, so when we set them up for success early on is is let's talk about the drone. Let's get you familiar with your tool. Mm-hmm. Um, let's then teach you how to fly it. And, and then let's give you consistently cool reasons to fly it. Right. So when there people get drones, you know, a lot of times it's that initial rush of the drone and, and okay, a couple of things can happen. You, you take off and you crash and immediately you're, de- you're dejected. You're right. Done. Yeah. Yeah. You're done. Or you're okay with it. And, but what do you do with it beyond, okay, I flew it for a little while. Now what? There we go. And so, you know, when we talk about drones in the classroom, you know, having a structured approach to the use of them and and really connecting them to real world applications through what we use mission based themes. Okay. So we we look just pull them straight out of the headlines. I mean, last week alone, we had two news stories, and this was kind of going back to what I was saying earlier about when I started drones, they were really hobby esque. Mm-hmm. And you didn't see them in the mainstream media. I think what you would see is one landed on the White House lawn like years ago when you got yeah, they something like that. Yep. That spied on people. Now, today they're in mainstream news and they are really doing good things. They're right. they're 
there was a, an incident in Switzerland just a couple of weeks ago where uh, drone technology was able to rescue an individual having a heart attack because they will be able to bring the equipment over to him right on the site without having to navigate traffic on the ground. Wow. So life-saving, you know, in Rwanda, a company called Zipline Drones, they're actually around the world. They're, they do a lot of work on the continent of Africa and they're right. delivering life-saving medicines and medical supplies via mm-hmm. drone technology that can't get act that don't have access to it. Right. I mean, you think of um, think of then, the road know, systems in in any yeah, country. There's always it. limitations. And, and I remember reading about that zipline drones. They were, I think, they were delivering blood for transfusions. Absolutely. Uh, because mm-hmm. because you may have to keep it all at one central location instead yes. of a little bit here and a little bit there. So. Anti-venom for snake bite. We've got a mission in one of our in our curriculum track. It's it's called medicine delivery, and we actually have the students work together to uh, deliver anti-venom to a snake bite victim. So, and then, so it's timed, right? You've got some to work together, to ideate, to problem solve, to trial and error through a bunch of different challenges and get the actual medicines to the, the, the patient, you know, and then a little bit of levity, they were able to rescue a dog that was lost in the marshlands with a, a sausage dangling from a drone. <laughs> Scott, that sounds exactly like a solution that a like a second grader or a third grader would come yeah. up with if you gave them that kind of a challenge in yeah. in, in a class. So, uh, Scott, I'm I'm loving the ideas already. You're 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 showing me that that drones aren't just some little you know fly by night pun intended kind of right. I, idea. I mean, these are something that are are changing industry. They're changing our world. They have so many more applications. People uh, become uh, more used to them and they become more ubiquitous. Everybody's going to start seeing them all the time. And, and, and for our kids who are growing up to be in that future, if they can know how to use a drone and, and, and think beyond the, like you said, let's just play with it. Let's just fly mm-hmm. it. They're going to be so much more ready for uh, so many of those things uh, in the future. Again, educators, you can find out more about all the curriculum, the ideas, the help. Um, reach out to Scott through dronelegends.com and, and at Drone Legends on, on different social media. So if, if you could just maybe talk about, you know, I mean, if an educator wanted to get started, you know what I mean? Right. Get them over that hump where they're where they're worried because it, it is costly and, and it takes a little bit of confidence and, and they don't feel nerdy or they're, a, yeah, and, and yeah. they maybe didn't grow up using a lot of uh, high-tech uh, equipment. Yeah. So let's start with uh, when I started, it was, it was the same feeling I think that a lot of, that a lot of educators have. And just, we, our program is meant for like upper elementary uh, mm-hmm. middle school. So we're talking about grades, fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth primary. And you're sending this curriculum around the, the world. We have it around the world and it's a system. So, you know, it goes back to how to get started. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll, I'll kind of cover this in two ways. There's, yep. there's our kind of system mm-hmm. that is kind of done all the legwork for you. You know, we've yeah. got a great curriculum team. We've got people that are, that are educators, 20 year educators, uh, some of them are drone people and some of them were not. Some of them mm-hmm. I recruited because they just wrote ridiculously good curriculum. Right, and yeah. I was like, well, let me show you how the drone. And they were like, oh my gosh, I never understood this. So let's get back to starting out. Mm-hmm. The first thing kind of the, the first thing I would do is just think about something. If you haven't even given consideration to it, or if you're on the fence about drones, you've seen it. Let's talk about why it's a great tool for STEM, right? Mm-hmm. So you think about 21st century skills. Mm-hmm. You know, drone technology is one of the fastest growing technologies of the 21st century. It's on yep. the bleeding edge mm-hmm. and it's being, it's, it's, it's in a good way, disrupting or impacting almost every vertical market you can think of. So right. from right. medicine deliveries to agriculture, mm-hmm. to mining and architecture and search and rescue and movie making and all these kinds of uh, geography and mm-hmm. surveying and inspections. And so the list goes on and on and on. And each day yeah. we see something. So, so there's this real world career application, you know, I think mm-hmm. $26 billion a year industry by the year 2026. So commercial mm-hmm. drone services market is really a hot 
market. And it's something that the kids can actually aspire to, right? right. Like when we grew up as, what do you want to be when you grew up? Well, now you maybe can be a drone operator, a programmer, because there's a lot of autonomy around drones, right? Oh, so yeah. not, not all drones are piloted by a pilot. You know, yeah. there's not always um, somebody on the sticks, so to speak. There's a, oftentimes more so than not in the commercial applications, it's being programmed. Right. So yep. you need programmers that understand um, how to how to program drones to navigate through three dimensional space. Right. Um, you need engineers to be able to design complex systems of um, sensors, flight battery. Think about the challenges of drones. So um, battery technology is a real hamstring when it comes to drone technology. Right. They're they're like our cell phones. Look, think about when you use your phone for any amount of time, how quickly that battery seems to right. deplete. It's the same thing with drones. They're lithium ion batteries. And, and, right? and the bigger the battery you put into it, the heavier it gets. The heavier and it gets and your payload. But so so that's an area where you know researchers and, and scientists can be thinking about different kinds of power technology. Yep. And then there's purely entrepreneurship. Do you want to be a drone business provider? Yeah. Do you yeah. want to be an operator? There's plenty of operator jobs out there as well. Yeah. So there's this real career angle to it. Mm -hmm. um, but so when you think about starting off and why, it's because you can weave in all of these real world applications. You can just pull from the news missions like, okay, well, let's rescue that dog with a hot dog. How are we yeah. going to do that? <laughs> so, and then, then it becomes then about, okay, well then how? Not why. So you've answered kind of the why, right? So mm -hmm. I, it's an engaging STEM application. I can, you know, it's truly a holistic. It's not just coding. It's not just it's technology. It really spans the 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 continuum of STEAM, right? Yeah. So so you can do all of that. Okay. How? All right. So let's start with no tech whatsoever. So mm -hmm. last summer, along with the World of Drones and Robotics Congress out of Brisbane. Australia hosted the international design a drone competition. Okay, cool. And basically kids had to design a drone and yeah. the ones that won, there was no physical drone involved. They had to look at a world problem and design a drone to address that problem. Yeah. And so what that does is it says, well, I don't even need to be flying the drone. I can look for solutions that are drone related and use that go. as an exercise, an engineering design kind of process. Well, let's talk hardware. I mean, we use an exclusive little drone. It's called a Tello drone, T-E-L-L-O. Okay. It's not ridiculously expensive. I mean, like any hardware, there's cost to it, right? right. We don't yep. make it. We don't manufacture it. We use it. It's made by a company called DJI. They are the world leading manufacturer of prosumer drones. They make all the big ones you've probably seen on TV and all okay. that. Um, but this little drone is, you know, lightweight. It's very lightweight. It falls under the FAA guidance of over 0.55 pounds. Okay. So it falls under that. You don't have to register it. It's very safe. Which, very which lightweight. is one other thing that educators don't want to have to worry about. You know, all those all those FAA regulations. You There's know. none of that here. There's yep. none of that here. Um, you know, we're not there yet, quite frankly. I know right. that there are other companies that, that that lead with that at this young age. And I always question, you know, why would you do that? We're really not there yet. I yeah. do that at the high school level, right? Which we okay. talk about middle yep. school and high school level, maybe we're starting to, but here we're trying to just introduce students to the concept of drone technology and how yeah. it can be. So this is the little tool. I'm holding it up. You can't see it. It's a little Tello. Yeah. You know, it's Chris not very is, big. It's super lightweight, yep. um, very, very safe and, and very durable. So, mm -hmm. you know, it can crash. This particular model in my hand has probably been handled by a hundred 10 year olds yeah. and it's still, it's still hanging tough. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. um, then it becomes, how do I run it? What do I do with it? Yeah, there we uh, go. 
there's groups like us that you can turn to that have already kind of done the legwork and we say, we've got a package for you, or mm -hmm. we do a lot of webinars and Q and A's on getting started. So let me just right. give you some tips. You know, if you're able to get the drones, the first thing you want to do is learn how to pilot them. And that's mm -hmm. not too difficult to do. If you look around, you can figure out a way to pilot them, but make it fun. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a mission. The starter mission that we use is uh, the kids are going to Puerto Rico to do some post hurricane damage surveillance. Okay. Learning how to just do a box pattern. Yep. Um, so, you know, that, that oftentimes the hardware is kind of your first question. And again, there are other models out there for mm -hmm. my money. The Tello mm -hmm. is the best educational drone on the market. That's, that's really good to know. Appreciate and it's that about a hundred dollars that get though. You want three batteries. We get the boost combo. It's mm -hmm. boost. DJI does that. They'll sell you gotcha. the drone with one battery. Oh, be fooled. The battery's like 10 minutes. Yeah. So um, you want the boost with three batteries and a charger, and that's about 150 US. Right, right there, Scott. That tip alone uh, it just just made the whole whole worth of the episode <laughs> here for any educator listening. Because because again, th there's nothing worse than you're starting to do something with the kids, and then something stops it. Something yeah. keeps it from yeah. from going. The kids are getting excited, and then bam. So make sure yep. you get plenty of batteries, educators, and and have those charged and, and ready to go. And, and and you know have have a kid in charge. Be the be the battery you know, experts yeah, so that when it's, one, it's when great. one gets taken off, have them plug it in so that somebody is responsible for that. So somebody's always responsible. And that's the other yeah. key is, you know, yeah. we put them into roles, team roles. There you you go. can't have yep. everybody fly. A drone. You can't put 20 drones in the air at once. Right. So you've got to put them into teams, which really then helps to build those social emotional skills, right? Mm -hmm. Collaboration, teamwork, mm -hmm. leadership. Um, and then you give the co the kids meaningful roles, which is how the program is structured, like a real drone operations team, yeah, yeah. a visual observer. Because what happened when a pilot watching the screen? Because these have little cameras, and you can right. fly them and look at what the camera's seeing. And oftentimes we have missions where the the pilot's not allowed to look at any place but the camera. Ah, the backs yeah. Are turned to the drone, and then they've got a navigator that's, that's cool. actually helping navigate through that's called the visual observer and yep. then there's a safety director and the safety director we have little safety cards that all the kids follow <laughs> they're the ones that are re responsible for making sure that the propellers are on properly that the battery's inserted that it's a fresh mm -hmm. battery and then they rotate through those roles right that's cool so yeah. you're giving every kid something meaningful to do because let's face it everybody wants to fly yeah yeah well it's, and they will get a chance to we're going to break them into roles yeah right? it, it, it's more than just astronauts going into space in the in the space program everybody you know from all the way down all the way up is is really a part of that and and then for the, the earlier that kids can learn some of those ideas and say hey i found my niche i found the things that i like so scott i really appreciate uh, just so many of these ideas i mean there's so many ways that that drones are going to help our kids and you mentioned this before we, we started chatting here on the podcast, you said drones are really a, a means to a greater end. It's yeah. it's not just, you know, hey, we're flying them, but it's to, it's to build those actively curious kids. And again, educators, check out dronelegends.com. There's so much information there. Um, Scott, so uh, tell us some of the, the cool projects you've seen uh, some teachers do. That would, I think, really maybe spark some more ah, interest. You know what I've, I've seen? So uh, we've recently brought her on board. I was always so enamored with her and, and watched her from afar and said, one of these days... We're going to bring her on our team. A teacher by the name of Megan Salter. She's out of West Virginia. Hi, Megan. She's been doing drones in the classroom for quite some time at the elementary yeah. level. And she's really great. She's known for her annual drone Olympics. Drone Olympics. That's awesome. Drone Olympics. So, you know, the kids at the end of their season get together and they're doing some really cool maneuvers with their drones, uh, collaborating to create cool missions and then showcasing mm -hmm. those. So there might be 
our drone, the little Tello, flips. And so, Chris, you can see this. We have a little 3D printed cup that we use for the drone. Okay. And it holds a little ball. We, and then you can flip this drone. So we do a lot of flip missions in our program where we're actually fighting fires. We're creating oh. back burns, controlled burns. So we're teaching kids how to use controlled burns because there are real drones. Colorado wildfires, they're using drones to drop what they call dragon eggs. I think that's something out of Game of Thrones. Maybe. Uh, but dragon eggs are little incendiary balls the size of about a eh, little larger than a golf ball, a little smaller mm -hmm. than, a, than a tennis ball. They drop them from drones mm -hmm. to create controlled backburns gotcha control wildfires and so in our curriculum we've got uh fighting fires is the mission mm -hmm. and the kids are learning how to measure because we're, we're we're having them flip and then they're each each member's flipping twice and they're creating the average of the flip distances and That's so awesome. then when they set up to create the backburn it's a it's a it's a timed event and now they're measuring out okay let's do a three meter span from your target, I want you to measure back your average distance. Oh, wow. They'll, they'll mark that. And then the observer, the pilot takes off. It's timed. The observer, when they reach the marked area, says, hit it, flip. And they flip and they've got to land the, the dragon egg onto the burn environment. Wow. So we're teaching them right there alone. We've taught them some, some physics, uh, the concept of back burns, what that means. Yeah. Uh, how drones can be used for good to battle fires. Yep. Uh, math, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, math. Yeah. They're measuring. They're doing measurements and distance calculations. Teamwork, collaboration. I mean, right in that little mission alone. Yeah. We've just covered an incredible. And, and then they code it. We use an application called DroneBlock. So I love the guys at DroneBlocks. They've created this great app that connects to the Tello. It's a free downloadable app. Mm -hmm. They do have their own curriculum. Ours is more targeted to the younger age. Okay, good. So yep. uh, that's kind of where they work with us. So we partner and collaborate a lot. We're working on some, cool. some projects Great. together now, but drone blocks. So truthfully, let's go back to the cost for a moment. Yep. I, I talk to a lot of, there's, there's kind of two schools of, of, of people that use us, right? There's, yep. there's the, there's those that are really kind of on their, they're into this. They know the drones, they get it. They've, they've got the telos mm -hmm. and, and they get drone blocks for free. And they, they're using the app and they're, they're engaged in doing some cool stuff. Like Megan, Megan was doing that. Yep, right. Yep. Then there's those that go, Hey, I can do all that. Mm -hmm. So I've got a guy, Scott Hutchinson out of General McLean school in Erie. You know, Scott was, we were talking and he goes, man, I can, I do all that. I, I can write all these missions. That's, but I just don't have the time, man. I am stretching. You've go. done it all for me. Yeah. You created this great books with all these amazing graphics and yeah. you know the, the kids they're beautiful, love it. beautiful the books. Artificial yeah. intelligence drone takes them. So he goes, so I'm just going to get your curriculum in here and I'll run it. So yeah. I'm like, okay. And then there are those that really don't have any clue. And I don't say that, <clears throat> excuse me. I don't say that negatively. Right. It's the reality of it. You don't know what you don't know. No. All of and, us and, have something that we don't know. And the and, key is to go, okay, well, where do I find that information? Yeah. You, you ask an expert and, and, and again, educators are, are try to be experts in so many things that we may not have, like you said, the time to, to find out about some new technology like drones. And, and we've just put a free resource up on teachers pay teachers. So we've got mm -hmm. a drone legends page on teachers pay teachers. We just, uh, the mission that you sent around, Chris, the mission mm -hmm. to Mars, you know, we have a drone on Mars Yeah, called ingenuity. Right. And, yeah. and the physics behind that, you know, when you think about what Mimi Ong and the, she's the lead, uh, engineer at the Jet Propulsion Labs we're working right. on the Ingenuity Project. If you think about what she and her team were able to accomplish, you know, 
quite frankly, when 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 ingenuity flew up with perseverance uh, this time last year, in fact, we were right, watching yep. the first flights. We were. It was it was really um, something to see. It, they yeah. did not know if this was going to work. This was a pure proof of concept as a technology uh, test. If 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 ingenuity took off, hovered for twenty or thirty seconds, and landed, it was a successful mission. Right. Well. Right. It's still flying. Today. A year later, it's, it's still going later. and still doing great stuff. Yeah, it's still it's and, and, doing, and, and what they're showcasing is great things yeah. about how to clear paths. You know, the rover, if you think about the Perseverance rover, mm-hmm. the time it takes because it can't fall into a ditch, it can't hit a rock. Right. So it has to move at a snail's pace to course correct. Mm-hmm. Well, what they did is they did a test where they sent Ingenuity out and right. mapped a path. And then they they demonstrated how much faster the rover could move. Yeah. Once its path yeah. was was approved and cleared by the drone, like, hey, you've got a clear run here. Turn it on, yeah. you know, fire up, fire, fire it well, up. And, and and some of the limitations of some of the previous rovers were were all based on uh, driving over those rocks, and then it was yes. destroying destroying the wheels, and and mm-hmm. and then it basically uh, left them, you know, like Nina's spare tire flat along the side of the road, and there's there's nobody there to fix it for them. <laughs> there's so. nobody coming. Yeah, there's nobody coming to save so. you on that one. Right, so right. Scott, uh, so many great ideas already. I think you sparked an interest for a, a lot of educators to, at the very minimum, uh, take a look at dronelegends.com and 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 just say, hey, is this something that I could do? Check out some videos. Check out some ideas. Talk to another educator in your school, or or even ask some of your kids. Hey, how many of you have have used drones? Uh, would it be yeah. interesting? Is it worthwhile? Um, and, and if some of those kids say, yeah, I'd love to learn more about drones, that's that's what, what it's all about as educators, when you can connect with some of those things that our kids are passionate about. Yeah, and on our website, we've got a resources tab. Just click on the resources link. You can see mm-hmm. uh, we have we have at least an annual webinar where this past year we had uh, one of the folks from NASA talk about the Ingenuity Project for our mm-hmm. kids. A year last year, the year before, we had um, Zipline drones talking about the drone technology, and then we had... Uh, Captain Tim Martin from the LAPD and hit their, their oh, uh, cool. UAV. He talked about uh, how they were being used for law enforcement. And then we've got our live streams that we do every now and then, which, is, which are the Q&As, which I think uh, anybody listening to this will yep. find that yep. extremely informative because we had actual teachers asking questions like, well, what do I do? And so we yep. spent about a good hour having those, uh, well, here's what you can do kind of conversation. And that's right up there for anybody to watch. Just, just again, just to spark that interest, spark that, uh, that yeah. confidence level for some educators to give it a try and, and do something. And, and, and uh, Scott, I just love uh, kind of the, the mission statement kind of on, on part of your site, you know, it just says uh, you have this dream to provide STEM themed experience that harnesses the magic of drones to, to make learning fun. And, and, you know, I mean, yeah. It, yeah. some, some learning doesn't always have to be fun. Um, but, but there's so many ways that we can, if we can incorporate some of these, these things like drones, like uh, so yeah. many other things we could do for kids. Yeah. Scott, it's yeah. been great talking with you. And I, I really want Absolutely. to respect your time and, and so many educators that are listening as well, but any, any other last thoughts you could just, uh, just share with, with all the, educators listening today. Yes. You said something there, the magic of drones, you know, um, that is an important, what is that? That's mm-hmm. called attention. Uh-huh. But we talk, you know, we talk about, uh, getting more kids involved in STEM boys and girls. I, I we've been very fortunate that, that about half has been, uh, girls with our, yeah, with our programs that really get into this. And so when we think about what is the magic of drones and I'll, I'll leave you with this is that it is the ability. What I saw as a drone operator is that every time I flew, I would turn around and there'd be a gaggle of children standing behind me that wanted a part of the drone. <laughs> and so I said, well, now that you've got that attention, what is my obligation? What am I going to do with it? And we there ended we up doing this. And so it's a way to get non-STEM kids engaged in STEM. 
Yeah. And, and I think that's key because the robotics kids are always going to gravitate towards it. But if you can get the kids that are interested more in like, oh, that's a drone, I would like to try that out. Next thing you know, they're, they're calculating averages and they're programming, you know, they're, they're doing, they're doing coding. Yeah. Or 3D printing some part 3D to, uh, to replace on it or to attach, attach it. to it, the drone and stuff. So. Absolutely. So that's, you know, I would just say, have fun with it. Um, we're here to help you. If you have questions, ask us. We will continue to do live streams. So follow us. We're on every social platform you can yeah. imagine. Twitter, yeah. Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, TikTok. Uh, Everywhere. We've even got, we've, we're, we're, we're on every one of them. So yeah. you'll yeah. find us there and we're always willing to. And I love to have these conversations. You can just reach out to me personally. If you yep. Know. And again, uh, check out dronelegends.com and that's where you can find, find it all. And uh, Scott, I really appreciate uh, talking with you today. Thank you, Chris. Scott Buell from Drone Legends and uh, check that out, educators. And, and, and again, educators, what we're doing every, each and every day is trying to make uh, that education more real and relevant for our kids. So uh, whatever you can do to do that, uh, just keep doing that best job that you can. Uh, because again, it always comes down to working with the kids. Thanks for listening to this episode of the STEM Everyday Podcast. Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Leave a review. It helps more educators to find out about it. And if you need to connect with me, head to dailystem.com. Until next time, just keep on being that superhero for kids, educators, because you're doing the most important work that we can do.